just a few film nerds breaking out of the rut, drooling over cinema that's hard and uncut. Stick us in your ear, thrill to this month's picks, and come and listen in. We're measuring flicks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Measuring Flicks. I'm Carl Hartley, and I'm Max Peterson, and we are about to leave classic. We're putting horror. the final pin yep. in the poster that this is, is this. The cap on the gas. Oh my can. gosh, man! This month has been a. Hoot. <laughs> and it's going to continue to be get a even more hootery. With 1956's Indestructible Man, uh, directed by Jack Pollocksman, starring Lon Chaney Jr., Max Showalter, Marion Carr, Ross Elliott, and Peggy Malley, mm-hmm. and like a hundred other people who yeah. don't really matter that nope. much. Honestly, I could have stopped reading after Lon Chaney Jr. Pretty much that's all you need to know. <laughs> this is Lon Chaney Jr. Now, this is Wolfman, right? Is that Yep, the this one? is the okay. guy who did the Wolfman. Before we get too far into the movie, uh, we want to thank our patrons up top today. Let's do that. So, uh, we should do that all the time. We should, but we always forget to. So today we're getting back on track. Um, this show is listener supported. The following people keep the lights on and the film canisters... A fire hazard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If you head on over to www.patreon.com slash quill and film, Q-U-I-L-L-A-N-D-F-I-L-M, you can get shout outs on the show, full length bonus episodes. I'm talking like hour and 45, two hour yeah, bonus episodes. Yeah, don't mess around on the nah. Patreon. And it's getting this a nice full library over there now. Yeah, and right now. Behind the scenes stuff? This there's... is a good time to jump on because we're pretty early on into a new Patreon mm-hmm. series we're doing called When Harry Met Michael where we're doing all the Harry mm-hmm. Potter movies and all the Halloween movies back and forth it's it's definitely skewing the way the Harry Potter films are being viewed bit, on yeah. my on my part <laughs> at least. And I couldn't thank you more for that. <laughs> yeah, it darkens up the well. We're about to go super dark anyway. Anyways, so. right. Um, so we'd like to thank our patrons. Let me begin by thanking Katie Clark. Katie Clark is the bardest with the hardest. That's right. Liar riffs. Hell's yeah. <laughs> Along that same vein, I'd like to thank Brian Jackson. He's got fingers of gold, mm. loves plucking the strings himself. So yeah. thank you, Brian Jackson. Yeah. Thank you, William Rockwood, um, one of our top tier patrons. We love this guy. He <laughs> he has definitely kicked us up to the next level. We, we have to take ourselves more seriously right. because of William Rockwood. Thank you. Now we have to pay taxes, Bill. <laughs> we got uh, we have so much paperwork so to do much because paperwork of you. To do now. We have to uh, incorporate. It's awful. <laughs> it's horrible. No, we love it. We, oh, seriously, we love it. <laughs> we do. I also like to thank Casey Scheibe over there in New York City. Casey's on a new podcast over there too. The Sum of Us will give that a listen. Yeah, they're awesome. Have you been catching up? I'm bit by bit. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Drag the feet. Drag the feet. And people will always be able to follow you where you've been where dragged. You've been dragged right? um, we'd also like to thank Connor Sweeney. He'll be back in my house tonight. Actually, Katie Clark will be back in my yeah, house that's tonight, right. too. We're doing some readings, and we're having a blast. I love getting to hang out with the with these people. I love meeting patrons, by the way. Yeah. It's so fun. That's another Katie little Clark. benefit that you get. I mean, Katie and Connor, it's not like they happened to be patrons. We, when we do projects, we look at our patrons first, right? Because they're the ones that are helping us do make what we the do. projects. Yeah. So, so yeah, get on Patreon <laughs> for sure. You get to be in fun projects. We'll Skype you in. 
<laughs> we'll get you in on episodes. I'm not gonna make promises. I'm like, yeah, I'm my like, body's my no, my brain's my mouth is writing checks that my body. Your can't your catch. mouth keeps talking. And your brain your brain must be like, what are you talking like, about? You, Stop, dude. It's been a trend today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my Finish your coffee, Carl, before you dig us into any Ooh. more ditches. Oh my goodness. Uh, because you're drinking coffee and becoming more of a human being, let me thank John Shibe. Uh John Shibe is about halfway through a magnificently large project, which my wife is working on with him uh, for him. I'm not sure, mm. but it's so cool, and I'm I'm really digging his stuff. You, I, you can find him online, but he is the other half of the um, Some of Us podcast. So check that out. Uh, did we we've been jumping over? We I'm, did. We missed one. And right? well, I'm going to thank Danielle Pelshaw. Thank you for all of your support and wonderfulness. And just everything. Angel goddess. Yeah. I think was what I you... I think angel goddess, wonderful person. Right. You seeker came, seeker you came of her dreams. Earlier. And keep keep seeking your as, dreams, as baby. You got into my house and you were crying a yeah. little. And I was like, Carl, you're alright. And you were like you were just like, it's just the way the sun catches her hair. Exactly. It's like a sunrise striking a valley of Queen Anne's Lake. And I was like, wow, wow. Carl, you really mm-hmm. love Danielle. It's like, yes, I sure do. And like anything that you might have said earlier today is just a moot point just in the moot. face of your love. Exactly. So that's, <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank you, Danielle. Danielle, you're the best. And finally, we'd like to thank, I, I think we haven't yet, Kelly and Mike Wagner. Thank you guys so much. We jumped all over the list. We weren't. We didn't forget you. We just are disorganized idiots. <laughs> so. <laughs> so that's something you could expect. Yes. You give us money. That's it's right. Disorganized bullshit. Chuck some cash into a pit of disorganization <laughs> over on patreon.com slash quillandfilm. We receipts. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> give us your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> give us your taxes. Uh, measuringflixpodcast at gmail.com for any questions, comments, <laughs> complaints, or praise. Uh, all right, so let's dive into yeah. 1956's Indestructible Man. Dude, mm-hmm. opening line. I was dictating the wrap-up on the Butcher Benton case. Come on. That's all yep. you need. Yep. That's all you need. And that's going to be the continued theme of this entire movie is uh, the dick uh, just explaining everything as as we go. Because the, th- the funny thing happens when you don't let your main character speak at all is you have to have the entire story being told to you by direct exposition from the voiceover or just everyone speaks in exposition. I wanted to ask him, why do you think they did that? Why would you why take would Lon you, Chaney Jr.'s voice away from He speaks in the beginning, I think. Maybe. I don't know because there's very little trivia on IMDb about mm, this about movie. About this one, yeah. Is but the one thing that is mentioned is like he would have his lunch breaks where he would drink like everything. <laughs> so perhaps he wasn't able to deliver dialogue, and they were like, "Well, maybe we don't give him anything to say because um, so he's had a couple bourbons and coke." And by a couple bourbons, I mean he's had a couple of bottles, bottles of, of bourbon. bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> so. but I don't know. That's all just me guessing, sure. guessing at it. I mean. But he was known for the Wolfman, right? And he didn't oh, have yeah. Lot, d- much to say when he was Wolfie. When he's the Wolfie, doesn't? But he, I mean, he's, he's all over his that face as and a characterization. His, his, his eyes body are movement. haunting, right? Yeah, like it, that was one thing I noticed in this movie all throughout. They cut to the editing is a little choppy. Yeah, the sound is a little choppy. I mean, how do you find a good print from nineteen fifty whatever fifty five fifty six fifty six? I okay, so. You painted two of your nails. I did. While you were watching <laughs> yes. this movie. Um, 
Did you like it? Uh, I it was it was fun for what it is because it's like a time capsule movie. Anytime you put on anything like. I, my first note is this is reminding me of the old Dick Tracy movie serials. Mm. My grandpa got me a box set of like all the Dick Tracys. Oh, that's awesome! And I fr- dude, a great, fantastic. But it's that the they they all start the same with that orchestra, and they they show you the the title card and the, the who's in it, and you've got that still photo. And so it's very nostalgic in that way, but this movie's fucking boring as shit. Well, the villains, though, to go back to the tr- Dick Tracy thing, the villain, mm-hmm. the quote-unquote bad guys in this are all kind of elevated, too. It's like... A little bit, yeah. yeah. you got Nicky the drunk and... and Squeamy the douchey and the... Jimmy Sticks, the right. guy with his crutches. And oh, well... You got the... Bat, you got, uh, uh, what's his name? Lion, lion slick well, devil person, the lawyer. The, the, na- the name of our gumshoe is L- Lieutenant Dick Chasen. Dick Chasen. Dick Chasen. I'll tell you what, that that because that <laughs> dancer of his was Dick Chasen. I know. Seriously, <laughs> as soon as he pops right? up on screen, dude, he shows up to question. Well, we won't we'll get we don't want to get out of it. Um So this is so this movie sits in a very weird place for me because I'm I'm happy while it's playing, but I'm also like painting my nails because I'm bored. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with how everything is presented to us. Yeah. And it is all it's all gumshoe voiceover. I like, but the, it's not as charming as like Philip Marlowe or something definitely. like that. It's like, it's all very stilted. And I think it, it attempts to cross genres in an interesting way where it, it gives us a detective who's mm-hmm. tracking down a supernatural being, right? Basically, but no one is willing to admit that this creature that they're could that possibly be, the be butcher, supernatural because right. it's like there's a great line where they're 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 looking at um. Like a a set of fingerprints that's Mm -hmm. been taken. Looks like it was stamped with a die. Yeah, like they found it on a steering wheel, and Butcher had been squeezing the steering wheel so hard that his thumb printed into it. His thumbprints are like in the material. They're like, holy shit! His machine stamped into the steering wheel. (laughs) Uh, I think this is fake metal hands. So the basic plot is there's this guy, Butcher ben- Benton, Butcher Benton, Butcher Benton, Benton, the butcher, Benton, the butcher. He killed a couple of people. He's in organized crime. He did. They did like a, a arm, uh, armored car robbery yeah. or something. He, or was, bank robbery. he was set up by the lawyer who was actually the one that was setting everything hired him up. to do the job. And yeah. he got he got caught and actually kind of set up and like blah, blah, blah. Once but no got, one knows where the money is except the butcher. That's the big thing. Once right. he got caught, his two the guys, the two guys who helped him pull off the job sold him down the river, turned yep. state's evidence. Yep. And now no one will work with him because they're snitches. Yep. Which is what they deserve. Exactly. So uh, Butcher Benton goes to the, ch- the gas chamber. Yes. And a shady ass evil doctor... <laughs> he pays pays an orderly to like take a right instead of a left and drop the body off. Bucks. He gives him fifteen right. bucks and in the order smokes. The orderly pops up. He's like, ah, oh, Chesterfields. If I'd have known these Chesterfields, ah, I would have asked for more money. <laughs> but they drop off they drop off Lon Chaney Jr.'s a lucky body. Strike. I'd have brought you two bodies. Yeah, yeah, for a for a, just a pack, not even a cotton, right. just a pack of lucky strikes. Just twenty happies, right? You there. Want a dead kid? Because I can. <laughs> I don't even have to go back to the prison. I just pop down my place. I get you a dead kid. I got you covered there. Look, I see a pack of Lucky Strikes on your desk. I don't even care how many are left in there. You give me that pack, I'll chuck in a dead kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't the know. The doctor's just staring. I'm like, this is a bad idea. Oh, nope. Well, I, you know, I'll just give them to you and you go away now. Those are bubblegums. What if you just left? How about you just go away? Why? I think we've had enough business conducted <laughs> right. here for one night. Well, hold on. And then the, the, Get home safe. I like his, his assistant pops up. He's like, well, hold on, doctor. 
Now, how did this boy die? Right. Actually, it's a little girl. She was strangled with a vi- with a violin string. Okay, well, we could work with that doctor. Let's not be hasty, Let's not be here. hasty here. What if Benton doesn't work out? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We've never tried it. You got a smaller subject, you know? Less voltage. When you, this could be cost effective. You know, you know, when you're shooting Coca-Cola, in, Coca-Cola into somebody right. and shooting them full of electricity, you never know what's going to happen. You know, Doc, I read this book by this crazy guy, Jeff Dahmer, his name is. So Good old Jeff. Jeff Dahmer, he was doing these experiments, very, very push-in-the-envelope stuff. He used to drill holes in people's skulls and pour Jägermeister into their brain <laughs> to try and make a zombie. I think, I think that this little girl could be our ticket to the big time. See, I got this hand drill. See, I bought, oh it, I bought it for a pack of Lucky Smokes. <laughs> Lucky Smokes. <laughs> Lucky Sm- yeah, Lucky Smokes. Because you can't the- afford to, like... Lucky Smokes Lucky. are the off-brand of right. Lucky Strike. <laughs> it's the that's the Kmart. Shitty Browns, I think it's what they call it. Shitty Browns. Uh, I think that was uh, that was that was a term slung around a lot in 1956. Oh no! Not positive it had to do with cigarettes. That's, that's it, not... it was a bad time. It was a bad time to be alive. Don't put words in my mouth. Oh, I didn't. Now. I put words in the doctor's okay, mouth. Okay, good. They they're all racists. All oh, of them. Man. They're horrible. I was talking about cigarettes. I know you were. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so. So there, let me see. What we, I I like the hard boiled detective thing. Right. So do I. I like. I even like some of the horror elements, but I do feel like both the horror elements and the uh, like gumshoe hard boiled right. detective stuff. They don't play with each other not, enough. Not they live in separate sandboxes. Completely. Yeah. I think it would have been a lot more compelling if there'd been more crossover. Absolutely. You know what I mean, like, or if if even if. <laughs> The problem is he's never close to discovering anything, really. And everything is like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just there's no... Cause it's, it's another one of those things where when you watch a detective movie and the problem with the writing is there's no deducting, deduction being right, done. Right, exactly. It's just like they're following clue after clue after clue until they... But there's no... There's no uh, like Sherlock Holmesiness going on. There's right. No- this is a big complaint I have with a lot of detective stories mm-hmm. in general. Is the detectives just have stuff fall into exactly. their lap? That was my problem with I think with the prisoners or something. Prisoners. Yeah. 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 It's one of the movies that we watched. You're on saying Jake, one, I think. Yeah. As we you were saying Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't do a whole lot of police work. He just has clues like happen fall to on fall him. into his lap. And right. then he just goes. He follows the clue like the ten steps to the next clue. Right. Well, anyone could do that given the information that he was. Right. 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 I like watching. I like a good detective story where the detective has to mull something over, or yeah. where something doesn't make sense. That's why Chinatown is so brilliant. Oh my god! Well, yeah. Stuff. Exactly. Well, what I, one of the things that works in Chinatown, or you mentioned earlier, Philip Marlowe, like the the Raymond Chandler characters. Mm-hmm. His detectives all have this thing where they'll just be walking along investigating like clue number one which is pretty obscure and then suddenly a bunch of dudes will come and beat him with a pipe it's and like, they'll be like the stay away from you know like mr mr johnson doesn't like what you're finding out so stay away from mm-hmm. the, the garbage dump and then you know once they regain consciousness they're like, like wow i must be on the right track. they're like wonder who mr johnson is right i don't know nothing about a garbage dump let's go digging around yeah. and like elements that they don't understand yet interact with them this and like in Chinatown they also like the thing that sticks out to me in that movie is the scene where um, he's trying to figure out what time this guy is leaving so he puts a watch under his tire yeah so that he knows when the the time the watch broke is the time that he left right like doing that kind of like yeah. really detective work detective things rather than like 
you know, I've been sitting in my office for four hours and nary a clue. I'm going to wait until the next thing happens. Oh, there's a police report of some weird shit happening? Hark, sirens. Right, seriously, though. (laughs) There's waiting for the next siren. They kind of are. That's totally what happens in this movie. Which makes me, Maxwell, fucking sleepy. It makes me want to paint my fingernails. I actually agree. I remember this movie fondly from my childhood, but I'm with you. I was for sure playing on my phone at least twice when I was watching this movie. But the fucking movie is charming as shit, though. It is. This is a Halloween party movie. This is, yeah. This is one that you have on in a mix of things where you have people socializing. This is on in the background. This would be a good one to, if you're having a really hipster party, this would be a cool one to project, like, on a wall with no sound. Absolutely. Yes. Just have it, like... This is a perfect... Side of your house as an hipster party, as art, ba- right? Exactly. Not as a movie that everyone's standing around watching, but just as like you glance over and there's Lon Chaney Jean Jr. Jr. like shot with a bazooka, right? shot with a bazooka, <laughs> rattling around a dummy over his right, head. Exactly. <laughs> so, so the uh, there's a let's introduce Eva. Okay, Eva is like an exotic dancer. She's kind of like a showgirl, really. She works at Eva a, Martin. It's a, She's it a showgirl. It's a showgirl, yep, right? Absolutely. So she is like Butcher Benton's broad. Main, sque- broad. Main, main squeeze. We do find. She had a soft heart for him. Yeah, when Dick Tracker shows up. Yeah. Uh, she's stick chasing. Stick Dick Chasen. Dick Chasen. Stick Dick Chasen. Dick Chasen. Dick Chasers. Give Dick. It's Lieutenant Dick Chasen. Dick Cockerman. Dick Cock. Dick. Wangwer, <laughs> Detective <laughs> cocksucker. I mean, honestly, let's just, dude. Oh, so he shows up at Eva's dressing room and he's like, "Hey, how's it going?" Oh, you're not low and gravelly enough. Hey, how's it going? What <laughs> he's you got thinking? the most bullfroggy voice I've ever heard. By you want to go to dinner with me? Exactly. Hey, how about steaks later? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? You want to go for steaks after the show? I love that he shows up and he's like, "So, what can you tell me about Butcher Benton?" She goes, "Not much. We only went out on like one date." He's like, "That's stupid." So, uh, hey, you want to go out and uh, come back to my place later? Take right. all your clothes off and eat dinner? And she's like, "Do you have a name?" He goes, Sh- "Cock." <laughs> And she goes, your name's Cock? Cock? And he goes, I meant meant Dick. Dick is my name. She's like, short for Richard? He goes, short for give you the dick. (laughs) Dude, it's... Well, when we get to the end, you right. guys are all like, wow, these boys are so... But no. No, when we get oh, to the there's end... there's some lines at the end when here. When we get to the end, you're going to be like, wow, they toned it way down. Oh, yeah, sure So she's... As soon as she finds out his name is Dick, she's in on dinner. Right. Well, this... So that all happens. So she's she says, oh, well, actually, there's this letter that the butcher gave me if he were ever to die, I'm oh, to this open is, it. Oh, this is the lawyer. The sneaky lawyer. Oh, that's lawyer. the sneaky lawyer. Yeah, right, you're painting right. a nail. So... <laughs> that didn't happen until like page two of notes. okay so snakey i don't know how but i have like four pages of notes. it's <laughs> it's after dick shows up right. detective dick comes by and is like hey you want to go get some meat with me and she's like definitely <laughs> definitely and then she goes back into her dressing room and like snakey lawyer, lawyer pops guy. up and he's yes, like yeah. well they did it the butch has been executed in the gas chamber he's sure dead he's on the radio yeah yeah and she's listening to it and he's like that's oh, sad. if only there was some kind of like private letter between the butcher and you. Oh, there just so happens to well, be a private letter. So the butcher. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it, dude. It looked like it was going to be a fat stack of cash. I'm like, well, you open that right away. You don't wait. Pop, no. But it's not. Open that. The steam that open. The, the day that, gives it to exactly. you. But like. <laughs> You have that over your fucking tea kettle. The second he leaves yeah. the room, you're steaming that shit open. But so she, I thought it was so dumb because <laughs> shitty lawyer pops up yeah. and he's being like, 
Oh yeah, if only I knew what a money was, I wouldn't have had to double double cross my heart, hope to die that I didn't <laughs> right. betray your boyfriend. What is it you're trying to say? Uh, did you betray my boyfriend? No. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute. What was the question? Did you betray? Did you betray my boyfriend? See, I have this hard thing where I don't remember if I'm lying or telling is, the truth. Is your boyfriend Butcher Benton? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's him. Then no, I did didn't do that. <laughs> She's like, well, in that case, in that let case, me let me open letter. this private letter in between the, the butcher and blah blah blah. Oh, I have a small note here. Doesn't even open it. No. Just takes she it down. Oh, I've got to go dance now. Yeah, she's here's like. Here's this letter to leave for you. <laughs> she's literally like, here's private correspondence. Too bad I don't have time to open it so just at the moment. There's possibly a map in there. Let me, let me leave this here. Why don't you hold on to it? Hold that. Put that I'm right gonna, in your pocket. Door. I'm going to go dance. We'll open it together when I get you back. You have at least an hour, hour and a half. <laughs> so she goes out to dance. He pops the letter. Yeah, sure does. It's a map to the money. And what does he put in there? Like a 20? A 20. <laughs> he puts a 20 Gives bucks. Gives her 20 bucks for the map. Okay, two things. Yes. First of all, I love fucking sound in these old movies. That envelope is the most crinkly sounding. It's like one of those aborted envelopes. sun chips bags. Yeah, it really is. But it's all over the place in these movies. The way they, the like the sound of phones hanging up. Just anything that's clicky or like, like papery, like at all, like this. What do you... What do you think's in this letter? Sounds like, is it over full bubble wrap? Right, exactly. Let me just, oh, this, I have this. Is it a lion? Got, <laughs> lion walk, is it a lion walking on a string of bubble wrap? I got this, I got this letter. <laughs> fucking love it. He's like, though, I'm not dude. opening that. No, I'm, that sounds dangerous. That is full of knives. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> the envelope has nothing but bowling balls and hate inside so of it. So my, my next note is, because at this point, the butcher hasn't even been brought back to life. No, this is no, where he, he gets dropped just off. Gets right, right. He just got gas chambered like a second before uh, sleazy lawyer starts opening her mail. My oh, note is: mad I scientists can't. are why we still have the death penalty. Yep. One to kill mad scientists who get caught doing their shit, and two, mad scientists couldn't do their shit without, without dead bodies. Exactly. <laughs> so I feel like somebody may have read a little Mary Shelley before. You think? I mean, just a Could little, be? maybe. So I mean, it's it stinks a little bit like Victor, Victor, Victor Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah. Frankenstein. <laughs> and not even, but this is I fucking this is the part that I love. I love this this bit. I'm fully in these two stupid scientists in their basement underneath a fucking. Uh, who knows where drugstore or wherever Dude, the crazy fuck that they are. Crazy McShocks a lot is one of my favorite characters ever. The doctor, yeah, he's so chill. When he's Butcher like, Brenton like, returns listen, to you need, life, you might need to cal- just calm down. Hey, just calm down. Well, my, calm down. I'm gonna take your vitals. I have Let's a related get some blood. note on you'll be fine. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> when Butcher Benton, wait, well, we find out he can't talk because right. they they shock him with what is it, three hundred thousand volts? Yeah, six three hundred million, million jillion, so many volts. volts that a DeLorean shows up in the living room. That's how much electricity. A DeLorean there. shows up and the amount of electricity sends it right, right back, back where you it came don't from. Even see it. You it's see just, it for a second. Right. You see Doc's crazy hair and he's like, Marty, <laughs> <laughs> Marty, it's. Is that a pack of lucky strikes? <laughs> Turn the car around, Marty. But uh, <laughs> um, so like butcher butcher's hands are moving a little after yeah. he gets shocked. Oh, his mitt is so amazing. Dude, he's got those hands. Yeah. yeah, he's got those hands that like 
There's something about it like like you imagine him wrapping around like an axe handle, just chopping wood, or like crushy fucking strong ass hands. You could dude. fit like a whole child's head in his hand. You could and grab he could a child by its head and lift pick it, it up, up like a crane and, and move it. God, right. dude, it's they're like and then children drown it in a pool. Yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah, well, that's very in the yeah. butcher Ben <laughs> wheelhouse. So he wakes up, and the doctor is like. Oh my god, I brought this dude back from the dead. I'm here fucked up. That is not at all what I was intending to do. Which Note is, to self, don't get body of serial killer. Did you catch what the plan was here? What, was he, what is the experiment they're doing? Because when he, he was trying when he comes back to life, he's It was cancer. It was a cu- finding a cure for cancer. I shit you not. That's it what was, it is? Yep, 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 yep. How many makes the save jumping is quick? She goes trying to hold on. Okay. Now my knows about the map is clearly identified where the location of the it took him years to it took him years to draw it. It's hyper accurate. I mean, it's nonsense. the map is nonsense. Oh, I said it's took like a years to access. wait. A cure for what? Because it's a cure for cancer. Yeah. That's what the experiment is all about. Doctor sparks up a cigarette he's, and he's like, "Because it's about cellular cellular oh, regeneration." Right, right, right. The electricity is supposed to like. Re- Re-stimulate the cells. Yeah, that, that's why his which skin, is why his skin because his cells must have uh, multiplied a hundred, a thousand, maybe a million times. I love that stupid needle effect. And the reason, oh, they just bend it. It's they, so fucking but great. But still, they're like, think about how they did that. They are actually bending a needle on someone's on skin. someone's skin. Yeah. I was watching that. I was like, Ooh. balls of steel. Whoever Ooh, that stunt yeah. man is, man, I was getting tingles. I was like, yep. don't, no, stop it, stop it. You're gonna hurt him. <laughs> But or, that is why. That was probably actually Lon Chaney Jr.'s actual arm. He's probably just fucking do it. Is there bourbon in it? His, I'm, a, I'm amazed. Like, because his blood must have been like mostly. literally gas, like just gas passing through his veins. It's mostly just so wild turkey. Thin. Yeah. <laughs> the thinnest. It's old flammable. granddad. <laughs> I love old granddad. Actually, that's not a bad. Fucking that's a pretty whiskey, decent bourbon. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I, so when he comes back to life, uh, Doctor <laughs> shocks a lot. Turns to his assistant and goes, "Get some adrenaline from the supply room and some poppers too." I mean, he doesn't call right. them poppers, but he does say, "Go get it's the amyl nitrate. nitrate." Yeah. So he's like, "Listen, this guy's back from the dead. We're go gonna get our drug bag. We're gonna have such a party." It's like it's not party time. Put the coke away. Adrenaline for him, poppers for us. Exactly. And then you know he turns and he sees that butcher's actually alive, and he goes, "Maybe a sedative." Uh, he doesn't, but like in my <laughs> head, in my head, he turns and he goes, "Bring me a sedative. Bring me some poppers and a sedative." Uh, oh, okay. How how will that affect him being back from the dead? Oh, they're not, for, not him. for him. Are you kidding? I brought a man back from the dead. I'm going to fucking <laughs> celebrate, bro. <laughs> I'm not gonna know what year it is. Get the goddamn glow sticks. We're gonna put some. We're gonna put some uh, little brown jug on repeat on the on the. Little brown jug. I don't know what music they listen to in 19. Put on the good flapper tunes. Yeah, <laughs> let's get some big band swing going and just get uh, crazy get with the, the entire pop. Glenn Miller collection. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like we're gonna get Glenn Miller on repeat. <laughs> yeah, this is music to get fucked up to. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I love Tommy Dorsey. <laughs> Boy, they sure swing out with a mess of jive. You hear that trombone that's, laying down some lickety doo? That's music to 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 pop your wig. <laughs> I sure love it. It'll pop your wig. All right, so they they do the bendy needle trick where they're like, we're gonna take some blood, and then they just really don't use a needle right at all. No. They press the side of it on his arm until it bends in the in a circle, and they're like, I'm too fucked up to do <laughs> be drawn blood. 
Listen, assistant, can you still see because... I'm too fucked up to needle. I can't needle. Oh, I guess heroin's out because (laughs) I I am just a mess with a needle right now. (laughs) I'll tell you what. (laughs) So, uh, unsurprisingly, Butcher Benton's like, you know how my nickname's Butcher? Right. All right, you're going to kill you guys now. (laughs) So he double chokes them. He does like the cane choke, like the beginning of the cane choke slam. Yes, absolutely. On both of them. And he is just, I'm going to glare at my right hand. Now I'm going to glare at my left hand. Now I'm going to glare at my right hand. Dog in alley this morning. Tire tread on burst stomach. And he starts doing Rorschach's journal. Rorschach's journal, yeah. But he chokes them both out with the least amount of pressure and the least amount of time you've ever seen. Yep. If they'd foleyed in, like, some celery breaking. Right. Or, like, some bubble wrap in an envelope <laughs> exactly. or whatever, you know? <laughs> so he kills both of them. And then we cut to something really boring. It's super boring. It's Eva. The and voiceover even says it gets ahead of itself. I think that's really funny. At why this did I point. write down Paul? Is his name not Dick? Is the detective's name actually Paul? Um, no, no, no. Paul's the lawyer. Paul's the lawyer. Paul's the lawyer. I like um, the. I actually like the beginning of the bit where because Eva does go out for a hamburger. With, yep. With, they have a little A and W. Right. Where with, they still serve coffee and glass coffee. I mean, like an actual coffee. Are they? I thought this was when they were in the car. No, wait. Where are they? What did I for, did I fall asleep? <laughs> they have a they have like a side window tray that they keep putting their stuff on. So oh, it's like they're at some sort of I miss like that. a drive-in place. She's like, I haven't had a hamburger in a car in forever, and she puts his coffee cup coffee cup out the window on the thing. Yeah. I missed that. So it's like an A and W or one of those drive up places where they used to serve you window side. I like the the early discussion. the The scene goes on too long. Them in the car goes oh, on too long. It gets a little it? boring. But I like the beginning because you kind of learn a little bit about Eva and Dick Smasher. So my my note on it is fuck the priest and Michael Sands conversation. Oh yeah, this, this is, is the <laughs> the longest. This is the longest single shot ever. Bobby well, I'm Sands. just saying. I'm just saying as far as like a um, a master class. You know, oh, um, right. ha- two people having a conversation. They really do. Can you sense the sarcasm? sarcasm? I mean, it's a, it's mostly in your eyes. And yeah. This is an audio this is medium. Audio only. So you so might want to you might want to clarify. I'm being that. sarcastic right now. <laughs> it's bad. It's kind of bad. So yeah, when I got out of the air corps, I decided uh, I popped around a little bit. Uh, well, no. And I worked for an oil company for a while, and then I went to college for a while. Do you know about Nebraska? Have you ever heard of Nebraska? By the time I was to graduate, I decided, well, the, the police have a test I can take, and then I'll go to... And so what I did was, here's the thing. What I was doing, was, I, I went out and worked the oil fields. Eva, are you asleep? Uh, oh, this Eva, is the best hamburger ever. That, Thank you so I thought much it was. for taking I thought it was. Thank you so much. So listen, I've got some... Look, I, I don't want to move too fast, but... Uh, this is our first date. I do have a plastic baggie full of uh, model airplane cement. Oh, if you want to get... Airplanes are great. I like airplanes. That's right. Now, do you want to do... You want to... Listen, Eva, do you want to huff? huff? You want to huff some... Huff. 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 That's right. That's right. Do you want to like huff some airplane cement and eat some hamburgers with me? Because we wouldn't... I don't know. There's no There's no, no. saving the stupidest <laughs> conversation so ever. It's really long. It's kind of boring. Uh, as soon as he was done giving his backstory, I'm like, oh, thank God, that's over. And then she starts into her backstory, and I'm like, oh, my to be an actress, God. But, you know, I did a screen test, and nothing happened of it, so this I This beca- movie is only 93 minutes long, and 20 of those minutes are in this fucking... I actually like the fact that she... I like her attitude towards her job. 
Okay. That's pretty cool. That he fires her from. <laughs> he, yeah, that's kind of fucked. The end of this, you know, we, you came over while I was finishing it, and my yeah. initial response was, I have no problem with the end of this. And then, like, as I've sat with it and looked at my notes right. for two days, I'm like, end of this is fairly troubling, yeah, actually. It it's like one of the most troubling things I've ever seen. Um, oh, you don't have to go to your job tomorrow. I got you fired. <laughs> uh, so you could have time to marry me. Wh- <laughs> what? But well, I in but in their first conversation right. when she's like, I'm a I'm a you know I'm a showgirl, I'm yep. an exotic dancer. Came out here to be an actor. And he's like, it's a shame that you had to be such a such a sex worker, which is a terrible thing to be. And her response is like, it's just a job like any right. other. I go to it, I do my work, I come home, I really like it. I'm fulfilled. I'm independent. I like her. I like her little bit mm-hmm. where she's like, uh, I have no issue with what I do. I right. enjoy it quite a lot. Meanwhile, he's like. You know what you need is a baby in you and a nice brand new stove to cook me shit yep. at. It's fucked up. Yep. Um, so Lon, Lon Chaney Jr., we, we're cutting back and forth between Detective Dick snooze a lot. Yep. And, and Lon Chaney and Lon trying Ch- to track down those who, who have betrayed, betrayed him, him. Who turned state's evidence on yes. him. Dude, him lifting up that car pretty cool effect that was pretty neat for 1956 yeah. come on he just so what was going on there was that he was, looks like he could do it too he does i mean he could absolutely he could lift probably bunches i don't know it's some kind of something i don't care about but it, <laughs> no they try to imagine because he sees this this girl with the sharpest boobs i've ever seen yeah they're razor razor he's cleft like, he comes boobs. up and approaches and then some weird guy comes up ah yeah you fell for it huh? i thought he I've was gonna the, mug it trying to mug him for I a thought second too. like she's a she's bait he even the guy who he's, comes out of the shadows even says it. that like, it's bait yeah he's he's like a circus man maybe yeah he says he's a carny or some shit so a carny are has you, are, said are her boobs sharp and Carney, are you about to be my least favorite character? But he, then he's not seen anymore. Nope, nothing happens ever again. He's he, he they're, they're grifting, and then kinda. it doesn't work because okay. Here's why it all happens: because Lon Chaney Jr. needs a car, and he needs victims. Yeah, we got to kill some people. Right, that guy to dies move the story along. so easily. Yeah. I think there's a couple times when people get killed when Lon Chaney Jr. Them. like he gives him a shove yeah. and the guy's like, <laughs> and they die, and you're like, <laughs> they all they all suffer from Captain Walker disease. Yeah, they've all got the cat. They got Captain Walker shoulder, is what it is. <laughs> they they just right. Check out our Patreon exclusive That's episode. Right. Of- These people have just got bundles of aneurysms in their, in their sternums, sh- in their sternums. Or their shoulders, or like the anywhere they get lightly touched. It, it's like that's the only place. Hey, why did you hit the right shoulder where all the clots were? Right. Oh no, he's his heart was so frail. Oh god. Yeah, but I do like. Yeah. So he go, he goes driving. He goes for a drive in the country, and there's lots of police roadblocks up. Tons of them. Yeah, because right at this point, they just know that they're they're hunting down some sort of new killer, someone that's been killing right. people, and seems to be moving toward the city. Right towards Los Angeles. Right from he, San Francisco. I love. So we've seen people blow through a roadblock before. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anyone make a full stop, put the car in park, turn it off, get out. Murder all of Everyone, the cops. That was pretty fucking cool. 
the fa- yeah, the fact that he doesn't, it's not very frantic. He just gets out of the car and is like, uh, he doesn't talk, obviously, nope. but he's looking around and he's like, he's like, okay, I got to kill. How many? Four, four, five, six. Okay, got it. Let's so, see how indestructible I am. Right. And they start, so they start unloading guns into him, but we found out through the weird, horrible needle bendy trick that his skin is impervious to damage. We right. actually see him take a, sh- a shot in the guts from a bazooka by yes, the end of this do. movie and it doesn't penetrate the skin. Fire seems to be a problem, but that's fine. Oh, that's so gross. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. But so I my note on this actually is Lon Chaney Jr.'s stage punches are really brutal. Well, he he's probably so drunk he doesn't know what he's I was when yeah. you I as soon as you said that he was like drunk on set sometimes, I thought like, "Oh, wow, maybe those stage punches are legit cuz they look mm-hmm. real." Like they look and He's not a small No. Dude. Those meat hook <laughs> yeah. hands coming down, dude, when he clocks I was gonna say, if you get clobbered by him, even by accident, you're fucking pushing up daisies. When he first like slugs that cop in the face mm-hmm. at the at the roadblock, I literally like 1956. It's black and white. It's Lon Chaney Jr. It's goof troop galore. Yeah. When he pops that cop in the head, I was like, oh my yeah. god, he he fucking, may have actually he decked him. He might have decked that guy. And then the next dude that he punches, he like holds him, gets him on the ground, and he like drops a couple of bombs on him. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I think Lon Chaney Jr. killed <laughs> killed a guy, killed a couple extras, and that's why they were like, Ooh, let's get this released before <laughs> right. it goes to jail. Yeah, they probably paid the families like 30, 40, would, 40 bucks. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, we're really sorry for we'll your give loss. give you the cot and the lucky strikes. Yeah, Chesterfield. Yeah. A whole cot and the lucky strikes all to yourself. All to yourself. Plus. Fuck the camel. Flets, uh, we were going to give you 40, but a whole cot and the lucky strikes, we're going to give you a dollar. We're going to give you no money, but you got a cot and the lucky strikes. <laughs> so. Camel's cream and mushroom soup. Uh. Oh, you can eat. Ho- holy shit! No, for one second, it looked like Joey the drunk was coming up the Exorcist stairs. Oh, yeah. There is definitely a second where he's it like a little. It looked a little Exorcisty, but I was like, no, we're on the wrong side of the country for that. So it's not. Is this where he's hunting down Squeamish or Squeamy? Squeamy the yeah yeah yeah. Wait, is it Joey or Squeamy? Which one is it? Who's the one? One crutches, is the okay. The crutches guy, is the a guy, boozy safe the guy cracker, with, right? The guy with the crutches is Joey. Yep, he's the boozy safe cracker. Boozy safe cracker, right. right. I called him Joey the drunk. And then Squeamy is the other guy. Right. Who doesn't really have any defining characteristics, but he doesn't need any because he he's killed very quickly. Yes. So, uh, Joey the drunk is, he's kind of at a disadvantage here because they have him on crutches the whole movie. And not only is he on crutches the whole movie, he's an actor who's never used crutches before. Oh, God, it's so awkward. So, he's he's like running away on his crutches and I'm like... I honestly think they're you don't and he's using both feet like a lot of the time it almost makes me wonder if if he just if he actually had to if the, the, he twist his ankle just before the shoot started oh, so they and they're like, like should we got some crutches in the properties room go grab them because we, we're too short we can't find anybody else it's weird the, the, but he's never that would explain why he's awkward with him because he's like god damn it he's like, like I've I'm only been using up. these for three days right exactly <laughs> Maybe well maybe that's here let's let's fix the movie. He got drunk one day and fell down the stairs and he hurt his ankle and that's why he's on crutches at the time of filming, but it's right. a new injury not a character trait like they try and portray it. Exactly. There we fixed it. Now fixed there's it. no problems with this movie at all. But you have to explain that in voiceover. Right, because right. that's how you explain everything in We this need movie. to have uh, two di- separate people discuss, discuss it at it length at in length. a car oh my God. at night in one camera angle. Okay. 
This is my favorite part no of the movie. No one speaks though. to each other in this movie. It's all just exposition. It's all exposition happening. and images, yeah. yeah. This is my favorite scene in the movie though. So Butcher Benton finds Joey the drunk. Mm-hmm. And Joey the drunk is like, "Oh shit, I barely know how to drive these crutches." <laughs> and he's trying to get away and Butcher Benton's like, "Dun dun 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 just tromping after him." Catches up with him at the top of the not exorcist stairs. Right. And I remember the first time I watched this, I was like, oh, no, he's going to push him down the stairs. No, uh-uh. he's going to pick him up over his head, shake him around like a <laughs> dummy that weighs one pound, which it is. It's a it dummy is. that weighs one pound. And the legs and arms are fucking flailing. And then you're like, wow, this is crazy. We cut to a shot behind Butcher Benton and Butcher Benton fucking throws this guy, this Joey the drunk. Bye, Her- Joe. Dude. It's lucky that it's a dummy that's like four pounds because that dummy goes flying (laughs) and it looks so real and it looks so awesome. It's he gets he doesn't get pushed down the stairs. He gets hurled after he gets monkeyed around for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, dude, he he (laughs) lands. He hits those stairs like a hundred stairs down. That body goes full like Superman. I think I was on pink. At that point. At that point? I think I may have been doing pink at that point. I, I feel bad that you missed it because honestly, the body getting hurled down the stairs is like one of the only things that, that one of the only redeeming qualities. Doesn't of this he movie. throw another person? Does he? Yeah, yeah, that's he. The he, other one he throws he drops too. another guy over like a balcony, but but you don't see that when you no. see the lady scream. In this one, he so like, I missed the good one because I was picking one, out. Man. Well, it's Danielle's fault. She had fifteen. Bottles of really? different colors of really. You want to do? You want to do this? You want to put? You want to put blame on Danielle? No, today? no. Today, <laughs> today, you want to do this? No. <laughs> it's fine. This this will come out late August. I'll already be moved in with you. Single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be on the couch You're at like that couch, point. I'll be couch surfing. Your stuff just kind of in a ring around right. the couch, like in I promise, forty-eight more hours, and I'll have another place two, to find two more days. Two more days, Max. No, no, it's fine, Carl. We can move the little closet, the little couch into the closet, right. and then you'll have a little space all your own. <laughs> You'll start cooking for us. Right. <laughs> she was. Uh, so luckily, yeah, there happened to be fifteen, 15 bottles, fifteen bottles to help you to through help. Like, the boring parts. So of this movie. many delicious colors, and I got to choose them. I, I chose the green and pink. I will say, you missed the body. The body fling for me is right up there with the body fling in um, Kiss of Death. Oh wow! It's it's like that. Okay. Kiss of Death is better because you see it's that that is literally a human. Of- but there's something about seeing like a human body that they don't stay on it long enough for the legs to flail weird, so it looks so real. So it looks good. Okay. So it's like a body that just flies that's, down a set of stairs. Cool. It was pretty cool. I dug it. Um, but then the movie becomes boring again. Yeah. So this is when I was fully into doing my second nail. And my note when is. When he kills Squeamy. Right. Yeah. So when they're setting that all up with the trolleys going up and down, which is a really neat, like, set piece. It's not even a set piece. It's part of the city. The trolleys. Back in the, day, the trolleys. Yeah. The trolleys. Where are pretty they cool. used to have the. I think they still do. The pulley system that takes the. Up a couple of those hills. Right, right, right. right. So, you know, really kind of cool. But they hang on the shit for a while. And then Long I time. start getting confused on the geography of where they are, who's coming in where, who's walking There's, through what. I, like, I think it's an elevator that he ultimately and catches, it go, him, catches in. him in. Right. So, but at this point, I was like, this movie makes me want to watch Police Squad or Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Like I haven't the, seen any of those. Okay, so Dead Men, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid is a Stephen, uh, is a Steve Martin flick where he takes he has his own like gumshoe story that he's telling, um, 
where yeah. he 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 splices in scenes from like The Big Sleep and The Maltese Falcon and several other like black and white gumption movies. So you okay. have you have um uh Humphrey Bogart's in it and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it's so like please playing off of these other old like gumption movies. It's really fucking that sounds cool. cool. It's very amazing. experimental. It really is. And um Police Squad is it's actually The Naked Gun. So the the Leslie Nielsen mm-hmm. right files from Police Squad, but gotcha. Because I was so anytime I'm starting to think about things I would rather be watching while watching something, I'm like, oh, oh this is a one star. I while I'm finishing the green on my you know ring me, I finger. would give this probably like a very light three. Fair enough, out yeah. Of five, um, but but you know me, I like everything, man. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm. I'm way less that. discerning yeah. than you. I'm a, I'm a I'm a lover of most things. There, it's very rare that I watch a movie and I'm like that was, that was garbage. Redeemable. Right. There's one, uh, Click, the Calendar Killer or whatever. That movie sucked. Right. Th- um. Uh. The Bling Ring, one mm-hmm. star. Like, but this one, this one for me, just for the nostalgia factor alone, for the body fling, for the nice memories I have from my childhood. But I, I'm with you. This movie definitely is not. Doesn't hang together like some of the other ones we've watched. It's no Last Man on Earth, right? 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 It's no House on Haunted Hill. Um, but so when Butcher oh, Benton, so many fucking notes. I don't know. I have less than a page. No, I, I got, you're like got flipping through three pages. You're like, I barely watched. No, it. actually, like, half huh? of this is just my shopping list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Butcher Benton chases Squeamy. Squeamy's like sees Butcher Benton walking around and is like, oh shit. Starts running. Runs into an elevator. Lon Chaney Jr. gets in the elevator, and this is nuts because it's a one shot. So it's all there's no cuts. Lon Chaney Jr. bends down. And picks a fully grown man, the guy who plays Squeamy, yeah. up off the ground from like a, from like a deep squ- like a like a deadlift position. Mm-hmm. He just bends down and lifts. I this feel guy like up. his scream is real. When he get, yeah, when his scream is ah. When he gets like, when Squeamy yeah. gets picked up, he's like, why? Why are, did we, why are we not going to cut? Chaney are we not going to cut? Right I thought now, we yeah. were going to cut, and I was going to be in his arms because no human should be able to pick up another human like that. Because his scream was really like. Do you remember in The Exorcist how mom the 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 actor actress who played the mom hurt her back doing yeah. that one stunt? Yes. And we found out that Boris Karloff in Frankenstein like wrecked his back yep. carrying um carrying that char- that other character up that ladder. Up the ladder. Mm-hmm. Lon Chaney Jr. just bends at the waist and picks this dude up, and I you really appreciate they always make him look big, and he's a physically large person, but when you see him like just stand up like Romanian deadlift up. Fully a grown person. man, like yeah. a 200 pound man. You're like, holy shit! Lon Chaney Jr. is yoked. Yeah, he's a barrel of a human, man. He can palm a bowling ball. Yeah, that guy could palm a bowling ball for sure. He's yeah. massive. It's actually, it's like, it's like the one moment where you don't, you're not scared of the movie, but I'm you're scared, scared of that Lon person. Chaney yeah, Jr. Exactly. You're like, ah, uh, you should put him down, please. Don't. Scared of him and scared for the person that is being picked up. Like, so he chucks him. This is the one that he drops off the. The uh, the yeah he he off, just drops him off a railing right. right, but we don't see any. It cuts to a woman screaming. They probably Eva. only could afford the one. This is a random woman that just happens to be. Yeah, Eva shows up it. in the crowd right, in a right, second right. though. But there's like a ring of people around Joey the drunk or no not Joey Squeamy Squeamy's dead. Yeah. There's a group around him. Eva shows up. She's like, what happened? And they're like, 
some guy like threw this other guy off like a thing. It's horrible. Dude, look how blown up that dude's head is. Just crazy. Eve was looking at it like, yeah, this is 1956. We look at horrors every day. Every day smoking that, our seat. <laughs> let me just, what do you have? Oh, is it Chesterfields? I'm good. Yeah, I'm and she leaves. Um, so the cops are way behind Butcher Benton because when we cut back to the cops, they're still interviewing the carjacking lady, From, I think, Yes, right? they are. Because my note is, meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, pieces of paper are looked at and then put Dude, a, and then. Did you get? Did you notice the line? I know you ca- cashed out a lot, but yeah. did you hear the the line about Jimmy's back? No, it's like fucked up, man. There's a line in here that's so gruesome. It's it's out of place in the film. They're talking to the I think they're talking to the woman who was bait, and Jimmy is the guy like the carny guy. Oh right. And they're they, asking the the bait lady. They're like, so what happened? Walk us through it. And she, it might not be it might this might not be the same two people, but another person got murdered, and she's exp- no, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's the carny. Yep. I lost track of who it is, but they're so the cops are interviewing this woman, and she goes. He picked him up like he was like he didn't weigh anything, and then like picked him up over his head, and she goes, "Oh, broke his yes." Then he 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 broke Jimmy's back. I heard it snap, and the cops are like, "Uh." "Yeah," because she's being interviewed in the back of the police car. Right, right. they've got her in the in the back of the police car, and they're like, "Could you walk us through it one more time?" But dude, that line, he picked him up like he was nothing, and then he broke Jimmy's back. I heard it snap, and you're like, "This." That's pretty rough, man. That I loved that line. I absolutely loved. It. And then <laughs> they literally the the uh, it's not the chief. It's the it's Dick 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 Chasen. Dick Chasen. Yeah. It's Dick Chasen. God, I Lieutenant Dick Chasen. Max. I've made fun of his name too many times to know the real one anymore. It's just like <laughs> twelve inch old old Jimmy both hands. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy both thumbs. Jimmy two thumbs. Two, two thumbs. Jimmy. I don't know. Curves to the left. Oh my God. Dick to the left. Dick. <laughs> or whatever the hell his name is. Um, yeah, so he's like, O'Malley, make sure she gets home all right. And I'm like, oh, 1956 still had cops named O'Malley and everything. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get O'Malley over here. So the lawyer goes to the police station and punches a cop in the face. Yep, does that. My only note on that is the punches in this movie are awesome. Yeah. Everyone's punches look well. Real. They're actually just punching each other. It's think, yeah. So yeah, maybe they're just like, all right, just land with Nami nice look, and easy. If you want to be in this movie, you got to take a couple shots to the face. Yeah, we That's even, what we do here. You want? If you don't want to do it, I got a hundred right. guys outside without out of work, ready to take a shot to the face. This is 1956. We ain't pussies yet. Nah, 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 nah. All act. We don't. What's a what's a movie punch? There's just a punch, and then there's a punch that accidentally kills you when right. you pay your family 50 bucks. Exactly. Those are the two types, Those of, are punches the two types of punches that end up on camera. Either your neck gets broken or it don't. That's it. <laughs> and one of them gets your family 50 bucks. The other yep. one, you put a beer on it, and then when the beer gets warm, you drink it. Yep. And then you, you, put an ice, you put a cold piece of meat on a, your face, right? and then it's warm, you eat it. That's your pay. That's your pay. That's your pay is a piece of meat and a warm beer. <laughs> But if you do, if you die, we'll give your family fifty bucks. But um, fifty bucks went a long way in nineteen fifty-six. That's true. You could buy a fucking car. I think that's like a hundred million dollars in twenty. I think you can retire on fifty dollars <laughs> in nineteen fifty-six. So they throw him in jail for like a day, mm-hmm. like an hour, and then they barely hold him. Yeah, barely hold him. And then Dick, uh, Dick Chasen. There it is. Detective Dick Chasen's like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to tell him that we're going to cut him loose, and we're going to heavily insinuate that he's going to be murdered if he gets <laughs> cut loose, unless he talks. 
So, uh, I mean, that's ethical, right? I think so. For sure. So I mean, they, that's, I don't see it. They any do it on the it. new Hawaii 5.0 all the time. Oh, shit. So they let him go. Insinuate heavily yeah. that he's going to be murdered. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you're, uh, we, we understand that you're a criminal that's, that uh, many gangsters have a vendetta against who are swarming the island right now. So we've decided to drop all charges. You're do free you, to go. Do you know that actually they have, it, it should be a responsibility of care for that individual? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like they should be like, uh, we have to put you in protective custody. Exactly. Meanwhile, they're like, sorry. Ah, fuck it. You're chum, buddy. But budget You're chum, budget buddy. cuts. You know, we need the cell. We found a, a one t- one time marijuana offender that we right. have to lock up oh, for shit. life. <laughs> so uh, they they he starts talking. Found a roach on him. Yeah, we yeah this guy had uh, what he had he had an uh, he had he an, had um, proof that he maybe may have smoked some marijuana he at had, some point. He had a paper clip in his pocket, and you can unbend those and use them to clean out a one hitter. So we're pretty sure he's a major dealer. Right. We're gonna we're pushing for the death penalty. Exactly. Wait wait wait. He had a like we a, actually sent him to a Mexican prison. He had a paper clip in his pocket. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's right. Uh, we had to, he tried to run, so we had to wing him. The, the, the other detective's like, he didn't try to run. Shut up, Jerry. Jer- Jerry, what did we talk about in the car? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're Wait right. Wait we get back he was, to Copland, He was Jerry. beating a woman, so we had to wing him. He was beating a woman? Jerry. No, he wasn't. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, he was. With, with the, with the so paper So he was clip. running and beating a woman. He was running time, away from you beating a woman. They were running together. They were running together. She was a top head, they were, too. They were, they were working on their, uh, their relay race technique. Yeah, she, she, had a, she had a plastic ba- empty plastic bag in her pocket. But they were using pocket. a bong, a full bong. They were using a full bong yeah, and as a um, he had a He had a canvas sack full of dead kids. So What could we do? They're actually, we killed them both. What could we do? What would you do? Execution What would you style. do in that situation? I mean, I have trauma. Trauma? I, I have trauma for the rest of my life. Dude. No, it's 1956. No one has trauma yet. No, they, they don't have trauma. <laughs> no, they just have an extra drink at night. That's right. <laughs> they have an extra dram. Uh, an extra drama. Right? You know how you right? solve the drama? You take you a drama. Drama what? Your choice. Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. We got I choose old granddad. Enjoy the Decaipa collection. Actually, I'm pretty sure at that point, no liquor had names or labels. It was all just brown white or, or brown. clear. Exactly. You want white or clear. And do you want it sweet or not sweet? <laughs> Sweet's just bourbon with a with a cup of sugar. There in was it. a nice bottle of Gordon's London Dry Gin that was featured at one point early in, in this, this movie. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. I think it was when the radio was playing some sort of thing. There's a bottle of Gordon's. I'm okay there. with Gordon's. Yeah. I'm well, okay it's, with it. It's the, one of the main ingredients in a Vesper. So yeah, I'm totally fine with it's it. It's fine. I'm good. I'm good with Gordon's. I'll do G and T's with Gordon's. Mm-hmm. It's cheap, but it's it's good cheap. It's it like Evan good, Williams. Yes. It's like yes, Evan Williams. It's got a, it's a good baseline to have on the cart. Yep. That's the one that you drink after the good stuff. Or that's the one that you put out when companies coming over. <laughs> you know, like they're like, didn't you have Hendrix My, last time? No, I Hendrix. Here? I don't know what you're talking Never, about. Hendrix. Never bought it. Mm-mm. It's the bottles. Don't, you, don't you drink like kettle martinis? No, no. <laughs> you crazy? New Amsterdam, you son of a bitch. New Amsterdam is the the very height of Svetka. culture. It's I made my drink before you got here. Right. I'm having what you're having, but this bottle's unopened. I finished an old bottle of New Amsterdam and then I broke it into sand <laughs> so that it would go back to nature. I actually made this glass with it. Yes. Yeah, I blew that right before you got here. Get out of my house, you Get son of a bitch. House. 
<laughs> you nosy son of a bitch. Um, the Art Deco cop car is really cool. It mm-hmm. looks like something out of Batman the Animated Series. It really does. And I always go back to Dick Tracy, those original series on Definitely. this. But it's fucking I, great. I honestly, I like a and lot. And actually, of, the original Batman serials too. I mean, that oh, was all, all the way from back this. to yeah, yeah. like Adam West and Co. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, the, before that. The reason that we're doing bits is this movie gets dumb. Is dumb. Is dumb. Has been, been dumb. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash has been dumb, Max. Uh, we get a Frankenstein moment where the the mob is cops. Yeah. Their torches happen to be electric, yep. and their pitchforks are all in twelve gauge. Or bazooka. Or one bazooka. Or one bazooka I f- and a flamethrower. I want to know which cop came to work ready to go with his bazooka. Where but that's like, just the thing. I mean, that they don't have that in... Where'd they get that? I don't care. Neither do I. But they have it. They do. They have a flamethrower. They have a flamethrower. What are these, the yeah. Nagani cops? That's, an, uh, that's a UP joke. Nice. <laughs> that's a UP joke for all of you. Like a Nagani cops down in the sewers. Oh, Dwiggins. I forgot about Dwiggins. Who's Dwiggins? What? Do you have a note on yeah, some Dwiggins? So when they're trying to figure out who this is, and they kind of start putting it together, yeah, it's like, well, we the, we found these two dead scientists, and they have all this laboratory experiments. They're trying to bring this cellular technology, whatever, and it's the same as the kind of research that this guy, Doctor Dwiggins in Caltech, was working on. So we're gonna go talk to Doctor. I'm not even making this up, Doctor Dwiggins. Is this in the movie? Yes, it is, <laughs> Doctor Dwiggins at Caltech, because he might be able to shed some light on what we're dealing with here. But Doctor Dwiggins never like shows up. I think his wife does i know but my note what? is dwiggins oh dwiggins dad'll do it dada did that details dotted for the, Dr. Not the details with the dr dwiggins dr dwiggins but then it's never mentioned again this is probably why you don't remember it wow but yeah it's a huge like plot thing when they they're send investigating him a telegram and they're like because he's in san francisco man, right it's like stop that sounds <laughs> how do we stop the stop? indestructible man stop, stop. and he's like uh, bazooka to stop him. Stop. <laughs> you know, you could also stop pussyfooting around and stop him with a flamethrower. Stop. <laughs> and they're like, you need to stop with the stops. You stop with the stops, bro. Stop. These telegrams are not cheap. <laughs> stop. We're paying. We're paying a penny per yard on these. <laughs> stop. Stop. <laughs> we got to stop blowing all this money, or the chief's gonna stop us from telegramming you. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Stop. <laughs> No, you stop, stop. You stop first, stop. You stop next, stop. Stop, stop. <laughs> All caps, stop, lowercase. Oh, telegraph humor. I, it's the best cutting edge jokes Woo. on this show. I'll tell you what. Coming up next, Morris Code humor. <laughs> next episode, all Morris Code. <laughs> We're just speaking Morris Code to each other. You know, I think the jokes would be better if I hadn't been sending so many smoke signals lately, if you know what I'm saying. Ah. <laughs> All right, so uh, LCJ gets a fucking rocket launcher right in a bread basket. Doesn't, he seems to like have acid indigestion he, he from it. a little. Like, He's like, oh, oh, you knocked some soup loose. <laughs> <laughs> I know is he barely browned his pants. Barely. <laughs> barely. Just a touch. Just a squirt. Just lined it like, yeah. a, like a brown crayon. Just Right. <laughs> the, the rocket launcher hit. I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. Oh, do it. It's just wretched. <laughs> All right. I was going to say. <laughs> here we go. The rocket launcher hit him and he clenched it up real hard. But all the liquid poo up top <laughs> squicked around the sides and just, gave him a quick little streak of dew. Just a bit of moss. Just a little mustache. The, like, just a mustache in the in the drawers. And he's like, that was embarassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
Dude, indestructible, <laughs> but not unembarrassable, okay? Right? You guys got to give me a sec. I got to... Oh. I got to poop real bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need like five, six minutes, two cigarettes, you, and half a cup of coffee. You stop the indestructible, man. <laughs> you just make him have to shit. He's like, I got to get a newspaper. I got to get a... I got to get a newspaper and a paper cup of coffee. <laughs> Or however people took a shit in 1956. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right on the newspaper and a paper cup of coffee. Because now it's your phone. Yeah. I had a friend who used to work at the, the first, second restaurant I ever worked at who would be like, he would be like, you know when you really have to shit and you start to sweat? Yeah. And he'd be like, I have to shit so bad. And it's like, dude, go. He's like, I can't find my phone. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> find, gotta I set it down somewhere. Oh my God. He's gonna poop his pants oh, if he doesn't. My stomach hurts so bad. And I'm like, go take a shit. And he's like, I got, dude, Instagram, Facebook. I got to check Facebook. He would get his phone. He would not take a shit yep. without his phone. I'm like, you are. <laughs> one day you're going to die like French royalty. Oh, my God. You've ever heard that? There's oh, a, yeah. The, the famous guy who died of a, his bladder exploding because yep. he thought it was rude to get up and take a piss. I'm like, you're going to die a privileged death. Like, how did he die? Well, he had he had LTE, but he couldn't find his phone, and he just he wanted to check his tweets. He went septic. Right. <laughs> he wouldn't go to the hospital because he couldn't find his phone. Oh my god! <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's probably happened. Uh, the flamethrowers legit awesome though, because when they flamethrower him, he gets Kruger face hard. The fact that they went there. This movie's fairly mild, right? Like, oh, super mild. There's nothing but really. They do go there with a the flamethrower. They burn him alive, and his skin all melts. Yeah, it's not penetrated, but his skin. But his skin, skins can still get. Dude, flamed. he has like full on skin grafts would barely save your life. Burns oh, so gross. It's wretched. That when he effect comes is up, great. When he comes up out of the out of the sewer grate, he yep. pops that sewer grate open and comes up, and you see his face in the daylight. Oh, it's gross. It's gross. They did. A, they Don't did a eat good... chicken while you're watching that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I think I think I was legitimately eating pizza, and I was like, Ugh. "Oh, I'm, and I'm still gonna eat it because yep. it's delicious." But I'm a little grossed out right now. That is good. I will give this movie that for sure. Like that effect, we give credit where credits due. No, absolutely. There's even that's stuff great. in the bling ring that's well done. Okay. I like the end credits. I like the bit with the gun. I like when they're fucking with the gun because like, it makes you so uncomfortable. My actually, actually, my favorite part is when legitimately the, when the Blu-ray ejects from the. What is? Come on, can you think of a part? No, I can't. It's the scene where they're where they are going through the one house in the hills and the camera. Oh yeah, yeah, the keeps, long shot, the long shot, and then you can hear the sirens and you you see them going from room to room. I right. think that's a brilliant shot. And, I think the and sound the, design there the count, is great. The coyotes, the coyotes. Yeah, yeah, are yeah. I think the sound design there is perfect. I think the way it's set up is perfect. That is is a perfect part of that I've, movie that I've is always, otherwise. Horrible. I've always liked that about our show. We've done it since season one, which mm-hmm. is sometimes you watch a piece of shit, but I like that we give credit where credits due. Absolutely. And the pizza face, the Kruger face, and this. This is pretty this gnarly. Is pretty awesome great. early yeah. horror movie makeup, and it's good to see Lon Chaney Jr. in makeup. In makeup? Something yep. about it, man. That it's was like, like a slow clap moment for me. I'm I, like, I love Boris. I just got chills, man. Yeah, I, me too. I love watching Boris Karloff and Beyond the Veil when he doesn't sure. wear makeup. Yep. But some when, once you put a once you put him in makeup. Yeah, like it's it. a whole other Sold. thing, yeah. and I think Bella Lugosi, Boris Karloff, Lon Chaney Jr., Claude Rains to some extent, yeah. although he's invisible in his. Right. But those those first three I mentioned, there's something in their face and something in their eyes. There's something not performance. Mm-hmm. There's something genuine in their it's soul that, that comes it's, out. It's in that because it's, we're only twenty years past 
like these being talking pictures, right? Right. Yeah, we're not too far so, ahead of that. Not too. So this Frankenstein is all, was one of the first mm-hmm, ones, exactly. and that's like thirty or the forties, mm-hmm. I think thirties or forties. So they're all. A lot of these guys were trained in that whole silent film thing. So it they're works. Express highly expressive or theater or yeah. like so. Yeah, I just love that. Um, so. Uh, uh, Kruger Benton climbs up onto a slowly moving giant piece of machinery that is very poorly designed. The most dangerous piece of equipment ever. Why would ever. you have that? What is it? They're at a power plant. Right. But so there's nothing but high voltage everything high power. Kill you. If you touch a single thing, you're getting 100 trillion volts is what yes. I wrote down. And what this machine is, is it's a giant tower that's taller than all of the power lines that moves. And its only job is to contact the other I guess things? it's just to drive into power lines on accident. Like, that could be the only reason it's there. Because that's the only thing that it's doing. He climbs up it. He bumps a lever. Dick Chasen and the Flamethrower Brigade, brigade they show up. They barf on themselves. They look up and they're like, oh, this is going to be so gonna be bad. awesome. Oh, bad? Jerry, you think it's going to be bad? Uh, yeah, probably yeah. bad. Jerry, why don't you go back to the car? Why don't you oh, wait in the car, okay? God, if you're not going to act bad. like a cop. No, Jerry. It's not. It's going to be... A, oh, you're making us miss it, Jerry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, my God. He gets 100 trillion volts. That uh, in-camera effect is... Pretty. Like the, the going to like negative to I always yeah like I dig it, it. I, I always it. like it dude yeah. it's like that it's like the the science fiction movie that cost a dollar yep exactly uh, that effect would never be never be better because aren't they just going to like a negative and then back to the like it's essentially you're just seeing yeah, the negative you just, print you right just yeah it's like they don't expose parts or they right. they don't develop parts. they don't develop it right yeah so you don't have the print you just got the awesome, negative dude um all right we're good we had an hour three dude it's, I love this episode it's about what it deserves yeah. You want to talk about the uh, the end <laughs> with Mr. Patriarch. Okay, we'll talk about it. Peter Patriarchy Peter pops Patriarchy? in. Oh my God, it's Jesus so bad. Jesus Christ, it, man. Okay, Carl, quick, really quick, because we've seen Straw Dogs. We have. We're not going to count I Spit on Your Grave, because that is its whole other thing. Yep. For main season shows, yeah. is this the worst thing we've ever seen a dude do I to a woman? I think so. It's, it's pretty bad. Do we have any main season shows with a rape in them? I, that, <laughs> I don't think other, so. Other than Straw Dogs. I mean, that's probably the worst thing you yeah, can okay. do. Yeah, okay. But this is a close fucking second. The, the bizarrely he raped, he high... He her life, essentially. Definitely. But okay, so I would say, aside from the bizarrely high number of rape movies that we've accidentally watched over two seasons, I would say this is the, the creepiest, most upsetting thing that any male character's done to a female. It's because it's coming out of this place of, like, these are two people that lo- like, like each other. Cop. And like, he kind of like, they yeah. like each other a bit. Yeah. All right, so they're having a hamburger date in the car, Carl. It's like, oh, you be, gosh. I'll be, I'll be Eva. Okay. You be Detective Dick Withers or whatever uh, so, the hell. Uh, so pretty, pretty crazy what uh, what all happened there. Sure <laughs> was. It was wild isn't times. It, isn't it Dick. great? Isn't it great having this hamburger together again? It sure is. I love it. <laughs> and you know, and maybe, I, maybe tomorrow after I'm done working at my job, you could, we could have another, another hamburger. Oh, uh, that's the funny thing. You don't have to go to your job tomorrow. I got you fired, so you have plenty of time to marry me. <laughs> Hold on. We back up. No, yeah, you don't have to worry about working anymore. I like you're gonna go ahead and marry me. And wait, you got me. Everything you got sure me did. fired. <laughs> I'm a cop. I can do what I want. You got me fired from sure my job. Did. Absolutely. I don't have. Ah, a- you didn't like that job anyway. Marry I- me. <laughs> Okay, I guess, because you're physically imposing. <laughs> oh, see what that coming around the corner. Happy ending. Fade to black. <laughs> Fade to black credits. That's how it ends. Yeah. Dick Dick Chasen turns to her and he's like. 
well, you're going to have lots more free time to have have dates with me because I got you fired from your job. And she goes, you did what? And he goes, I figured you didn't need it anymore now right. that you're going to marry me. And she goes, awesome. Oh, so, oh, How swell. Oh, dick. He got her fired. Yeah. He called her boss and was like, listen, hey, I'm a cop. Listen, I'm a cop and you're running a borderline illegal um, dance hall. So if you don't want me to come down there and turn your life into a, a literal hell. You're gonna fire Eva, and she's never gonna dance for you again. I swear to Christ, yes, I will, officer. I will yes, break your le- yes, I will break officer. your legs with a hammer, one bone at a time, if you don't fire Eva. Okay, she's fired, bro. Yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, hey, I don't want. No, I don't no, want no trouble. I've seen the inside of no jail, trouble. so I never want to go back there. All right, thanks. So anyway, yeah, all right, good, good job, dance hall Jimmy. Well, I'll talk to you later. Thanks for firing that woman that I'm gonna, you know, start to uh, gaslight and turn Jesus, into a prisoner seriously. in her own home. Click. All right, I'm gonna go buy a cheap ring and uh, buy her a hamburger. Hey, Eva, how's it going? I got the weirdest call from Jimmy. Right. Said I didn't have to come in tonight. He sounded really scared. Like, he was killed crying. Killed Bill Pulliam, too. He was like, hey, this is your name here on Tuesday. No, it isn't. You don't work Tuesday. Oh, Friday. Uh, you don't, you work, don't work Friday. Friday. <laughs> How about next week? <laughs> Fuck you, you're fired. <laughs> it's dude. It's literally that. Yeah. But we, what we missed was the cop that came in beforehand and stuffed a gun down the dude's exactly. pants and was like, you want to be, do you want to be? You need to fire Michael Madsen today. If you don't fire Michael fire Madsen, bud. because I want to marry him. I, I want to marry Bud. I love a man who chews and who makes the <laughs> shitty margaritas. Yeah. Something about the rust in his coffee can just mm. brings out the poetry in my soul. Yeah, so uh, the end of this movie is a our hero. A dark. It's pretty squirrely. Yeah. Watching it, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 She's in for, I want to see the sequel. Okay. <laughs> He's got the, a finger in her butt. No, like, we, call oh. it, we call it the indestructible mystique. And Ooh. he's just out plodding on the fl- and she's remembering times as an exotic dancer. I yeah, I know. I'm like, I mean, <laughs> I I'd, I mean because he's like he can do what he wants. I wouldn't then- not watch it. <laughs> 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 All right, look, that was 1956's The Indestructible Man. Mm. It was a, we went out with a bit of a whimper. <laughs> it's okay, but you know, God damn it, it's like, if you're going to do these movies, you got to do these movies. Definitely, definitely. You know, what's funny, the one thing that I did come across that I was that you very happy to see, Yeah. because um, I watched this on Amazon, and next to it in the in the feed, like the suggested yeah, titles, yeah. Mystery Science Theater 3000 has done this. They've done this movie? They've done Indestructible Man. I would so love to watch I'm that. Definitely, that's going to be, <laughs> I think at the season ender party, I think that we'll we watch should that. watch the Mystery Science Theater Indestructible I Man. I agree, 100%. Um, so... One of the things, uh, one of the things that I've enjoyed about this season is mm-hmm. a lot of the movies. Because we, for the, I don't remember if we said it or not, but one of the reasons we decided to do this dinings, uh, drive-ins, diners and dives, mm-hmm. ep- or season, yeah. was to save money because we're both broke as shit right. and we didn't want to have to be buying a bunch of kind of obscure, hard to find films. <laughs> another, another Andre Rublev, right? Oh my god, yeah, like. Season three, I was I was tallying it up, and like the first four months was like five hundred dollars yeah. or something like that. So I was like, uh, Carl, want to do a, a year of just movies we've got? <laughs> yep. Because there's a bunch we haven't seen. But one of the things I love about this season is watching movies that I watched as a kid mm-hmm. and discovering that they're not as good as yeah. I thought they were. It's fun. It's kind of fun to see. But the nostalgia still hangs. The, still, the, yeah, yeah, that patina of that patina of nostalgia remains intact. Absolutely. But because we're now watching, and also for watching for the show and just watching a movie are two totally different Absolutely. things. Absolutely. There's no as way around it. As soon as a pen is in my hand, I'm in a whole other Yeah. 
even when I, even when I've gone in notes free, you're still watching yeah. for stuff rather than just watching. So I'm watching Indestructible Man, and I'm like, oh, this is mm. pretty not amazing. It's worse <laughs> than I thought it was. Right. <laughs> so I mean, honestly though, I recommend it. Absolutely, I like the idea of. I think that when we have our year end thing, yeah, that this is gonna be. Let's do that. Let's have An some MST of the movies. Yeah, movie. that yeah. and have this playing up somewhere at some point. Oh yeah, for sure. Like we could, I, we can rent a projector from the library. So perfect. We'll find find a wall. We'll project it on that one there or whatever. So if pe- people walking by, they can like, watch. Oh my gosh, that's so Yeah, I think right, that'd cool. be cool. I think that'd be very cool. So I've got nothing else. I got nothing we else. Get our we got a shootout coming up, brother. We do. We're about to determine which. <laughs> what which a weird a, grab bag. I know. Flex, I'm man. excited to see what one last quarter. Uh, last quarter was I don't remember actually. Isn't that weird? It is weird. We do this show. We'll announce our winners. What were our even our movies for the first three months? We what <laughs> it's happened? Little blur. What happened was at the end of the first three months, I had some family stuff, so yep. I was gone for a month. Yeah. We so a, things we a got break. a yeah. Our break, uh, the break, kind of screwed me up as far as like the continuity of the show. Mm-hmm. I remember all the movies for quarter two, no problem. Yeah. I think it was no, because I was gonna say was it Pink Angels, but Pink Angels is on the docket today. Oh no, it was um, uh, Road to Paloma. I think no, wasn't Road to Paloma is in this shootout as well. Really? Yeah, Biker Month is June, so it's March, April, May. Our first Fuck. three months. I don't even remember what we did, man. I, honest to God, oh, all the Planet of the Apes <laughs> movies, right? Which was not our winner. Planet of the Apes did not win, and then we did two months of Roger Corman movies. That's right. Which Roger Corman movie won? It wasn't X the Man with X-rays. Pink Angels is weird. Couldn't be. No, couldn't be. You know, because it's not right. Oh, That's, that was, was the, it the Wild Angels? Wild Angels might have been. This is horrible. I, I literally don't remember what the quarter one winner was, Carl. <laughs> I don't either. I'm sending out SOS smoke signals. There is your. We'll just we'll just do Morse code humor. Breaking news. The host's measuring flicks have stopped giving a shit. Stop. <coughs> Actually, I'm super stoked for our shootout, so let's go do that. Um, let's do when, that. I'm going to stop. I was doing the telegram joke. I wasn't when, saying stop. Oh, stop. I, I was ready to stop. I was like, <laughs> I, I felt like uh, I felt like Butcher Benton. I'm like, we're burning. We're crashing. We're burning. We just shit a little. Um, so Just a little mascara. So next month, when people next tune in, I, I, don't, I, won't, I won't spoil it, but I will say... Uh, Next month we're gonna try and get a bit of a rise out of you uh, from your. Gr- it's it's the Living Dead. We're gonna. Just, just, <laughs> well, there it's, it is. I I need another cup of coffee. Yes. All right. Uh, love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned. We are. I'm. I have not been more excited for four films since our last Roger. Corman oh my god! Run. I'm so stoked. All right. Bye everyone. Goodbye. Stop.